Let's do it. One. One, two, three, four. Which line do you want it to be? Do you want to take a ride and maybe we'll see? Left line, right line, red line, green line, whichever line, gonna be fine on. All right, we are live, and other line listeners, we apologize for our hiatus, but we are back with a vengeance, bringing you this Corona cast live from the city of Chicago and Louisville. We've got the great one, the founder, Mr. Cy Porras, joining us. Cy, how you doing, man? Doing well, thanks, Tom. Um, um, keeping up, I think. Uh, cooped up, but otherwise well. So not. Too much to complain about. Not bad. Not bad. John, what about you, man? How's the new addition to your family going? Yeah, I got, I got a little puppy. Uh, adopted adopted a puppy right right on time for uh, shelter in place and quarantine lifestyle. So we're able to devote uh, every single waking moment to caring for the puppy. She's She's good. She's a handful. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been good, man. I mean, all things considered in the circumstances, I think a lot of people have it way worse. So, uh, consider myself fortunate, but I'm sure we'll, we'll talk more about that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What are you guys kind of doing? Because I imagine both of you are not going into work right now. That's right. Um, I I can lead us off. And also I'd like to know how you're doing, Tom. Um, <laughs> but um so for me yeah i have the fortune now of being able to be completely working from home um which for a long time didn't seem possible with the sort of law that i practice with just litigation generally and being in court constantly and the way the firm was set up there was no work from home but now i can and i'm able to do everything pretty much normally um, and it's been a real big change for me um, and something that is interesting because I feel like it's easier to live my life generally because there's no commute time, there's mm. no that to worry about. But that was kind of part of my existence in a good way. Like I liked going out and, you know, seeing stuff on the way and from work and, you know, going to a place to get dinner, to get drinks afterwards with friends. And now that's out of the equation, obviously. But um, so as far as work goes, that's how it's going. And I would say productivity is down (laughs) 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 because generally we're less busy right now. um, And that's for a variety of different reasons. Um, And I won't get into it too much, but also I, I have found it a little bit hard to work from home generally and to stay focused, even though I have more time to work, technically. So that's interesting, and I'm sure it's not novel. And it, it actually might be unique to some fields. Um, you know, John might have a different opinion. Tom, you might have a different opinion, depending on how you guys are doing. But that's how that's going. Um, yeah, I don't want to, like, bleed out too much right away. But that's work-wise, that's, that's how everything's going down right now. Nice. Well, I'm glad they got you remote right now. I'm sure that's not, would be not ideal to keep on, because you do a lot of in-person consultation with clients, right? 
So no, not not anymore. Um, okay. And not not in not in my current practice. Uh, really, what it came down, what it, the majority of my kind of what required me to be at the office was either court, which is pretty frequently or uh, pretty frequent, um, and also just my bosses. They preferred that. They preferred the, the kind of old school. Face oh, yeah. time, you're, you're in the office. You're going to be, you know, available at all times for me to walk into the office and, you know, hit you with 25 questions. You got to pull up papers, files, um, that sort of thing. So that's really what it, it really honestly kind of was more preference than anything. Um, so now that we are ordered to work from home, we're just transitioning to that. Nice. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. Dude, my productivity is also down. I'll tell you that right now. My dog gets in my lap every day from 9:30 to 10, and he just farts. And he lets me know <laughs> it's time for his morning walk. We have been neglecting this dog for years now, apparently. But Jeez. I mean, just the being around him all the time. And Alexa is furloughed at the moment, so we're together all the time, which has actually been great. But at the same time, uh, her home projects are not conducive to productivity in the law. But my bathroom does look great. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's important. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. John, what about you, man? Yeah, so, um, you know, I think work-wise, things have really transitioned pretty seamlessly. And in some ways, I was surprised by that um, because the legal industry traditionally does seem to be one where especially since it's still in a large part run by you know like baby boomers to a large extent um it it traditionally has been something where the the industry feels like everyone's got to be in the office even though there's no interaction going on when you're there really um but that kind of immediately shifted and pretty seamlessly um you know we have regular webex conferencing um virtual happy hours whatever you know all all the all the kind of technologically enhanced um interaction that's that's kind of come out of the quarantine my firm's adopted which has been good in in many ways um as far as like my workload it's weird it it's actually probably all in all it's increased and i think it's because like with with working from home, when everyone's doing it, traditional working hours have kind of just been thrown out the window, at least. Yeah. At mm. So what's interesting, like, I'll find myself, I'm waking up, you know, at 637, like I normally do, but because I don't have to get ready for the day and commute, I immediately start working. So I'm, you know, I'm working by at, like starting at seven and then I'll go until like, I don't know, eight at night, but I'll, I'll like, Damn, well, it's yeah, it's been a little bit busy recently, but like I'll take I'll take like a couple breaks in the middle of the day, you know, and I'll go for a run or uh, yeah. or whatever, you know, whatever. And um, it it's been kind of nice. Like I mm. I'll, I'll say this and I think it's you know, it probably goes without saying, but this uh, unfortunate situation will disrupt a lot of industries. And le- I think legal industry will be one of them where. Um, this would have demonstrated to the legal market that the work we do, 
I mean, especially if it's transactional based, litigation might be a little different, but um, the work we do can be done largely remotely at all times. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, so who we'll see what happens, but I think there used to be kind of this lie or cover up that, a, you know, an older generation who are the partners would tell the associates um, about having to be in the office. And maybe some of that was like just social capital, you know, showing face. Um, but they'd say it as if it was like a necessary part of the job. And now that's been exposed to not be true. So right. uh, I, I, I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens coming out of this. That is true. I don't think that it's ever going to completely go away. At the end of the day, people have to like you. And if they don't know you and you're just somebody billing hours remotely, then I don't think it's as perhaps valuable. But at the end of the day, you're right. The bottom line speaks the loudest. One thing I've noticed picking up on your earlier point, John, I see a lot of my neighbors more than I ever have before, just because people in the middle of the day on a Wednesday are out because it's nice. And that part's not bad. Obviously, it's a lethal pandemic. It's all bad. But the fact that people are seeing the sun during the middle of the day, it's a welcome change. I'm getting sure. a little bronze. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but yeah. what is – sorry. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. But I just want to know, is it possible to live the other line lifestyle during a pandemic, side? Is that something that one can even do? Yeah. So that's a, a good point. Um, and definitely. I think 100%. Um, it's different. It's very different. Um, and, and to be honest, the hardest part has been just kind of the, oh man, like the different social, the different mindsets, at least I've had during this where I have felt more cooped up and I feel like I'm more obligated to be home and do nothing Mm -hmm. rather than be home and do something, you know? I don't know if that makes sense. It's an interesting thing where it's like, no, I should just sit home and watch movies. Like that's what the government's telling me to do. That's the best way to stay inside. But that's not the case at all, you know? And, you know, especially now that we've been in quarantine in Chicago for a few weeks, I've definitely found ways to keep myself, you know, sane and keep myself active and doing what I think are pretty cool stuff um, without being necessarily in home. Um, for instance, today I went on a bike ride. Um, and you know, I was socially distant from everyone. I wasn't close to anybody and I was by myself and it was a really beautiful day and I was able to do that. Um, really what really other cool things that have popped up have been, um, like just physical activity. Generally, I've been doing a lot of workouts that people have sent me inside and outside. Um, so again, I'm not around anyone. I'm maintaining the social distance, but I'm still doing that and keeping my body sharp and um, doing that sort of stuff. Um, and really, the virtual world is really booming right now, I think. Um, John kind of alluded to this, but like virtual happy hours, Zoom parties, mm-hmm. all those sorts of things, those are great ways to it really kind of take a different the other line than I've ever kind of seen. And we, we kind of talked about this on our first podcast, I think, but it, it's because we're being thrust into this new age, basically, at least on my end, I'm talking to people face to face, quote unquote, that I haven't talked to in years yeah. because of just distance. And now right. distance is no longer a, an issue at all. Um, it's literally not maybe time zones. Those are the biggest thing. But um, as far as, you know, connecting with friends from back home in Texas or friends from Arizona or friends that live overseas, 
it's not an issue at all. It's just a matter of picking up the phone and you don't even have to dress up for it. You can just pick it up. Um, so that, that's been really cool. And that's been something that I've been actively doing. And it's actually now it's funny because it was quite a bit of work to keep up with all these zoom calls and FaceTime calls and all the calls and stuff. Um, but that's been something that, that has really been good and something that I think is definitely right in the vein of the other line. Cause it's not, it's keeping yourself, you know, mentally and uh, physically happy. It's it's bringing you a great amount of fulfillment, but it's not work. You know, it's something that you're literally doing socially right. with friends. Um, the last thing I'll kind of touch on now is uh, what what I've been doing a lot of as well, um, which is just video games. To be honest, um, I haven't played a lot of video games in a long time. I've always played like video games on and off. I think they're pretty non-productive for the most part. But given that we're in a quarantine, it is something. That's fun, and a lot of video games now have like cross-play abilities, which means you can, if you have an Xbox, you can play with a PlayStation or a computer. Oh, so, yeah. So that has been great because now I can play with my friends, and we just talk the whole time. That's nice. So yeah, it's something great that is a real kind of mental escape from everything. You feel like you're doing something, and then you're with friends. Um, right. So without that aspect, I don't know if I would necessarily be like, oh yeah, it's great, you know, but. Because it's been like that, it's been really, really something that I've, I've, you know, played a few hours probably every day for the past like week, um, like a couple hours. So it's been pretty good. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of my roundup um, on how the other line has been kind of, or how I've been finding the other line during this this quarantine because it's it's been it has been tough. <laughs> like restaurants, bars, yeah, adventures that I was going on, I'm not able to really do as much now. Um, so. That's that's kind of where I'm finding myself. Yeah, I'll I'll jump in real quick. So I I, uh, I also used uh, the the opportunity I'll call it to uh, to be inside more uh, as an excuse since uh, my girlfriend was was very much against it to uh, <laughs> to buy a a video game system and I have not played video games or at least. I haven't owned a system in, I mean, at least a decade. Uh, and, and it's been, it's been awesome. I stayed up last night until two in the morning and <laughs> beat Spider-Man on PS4. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, no, I was, I was, uh, very, it's, it's been a, it's been a pretty fun experience. I'll tell you the other thing that the quarantines kind of opened my eyes to, um, because I've, I've talked to friends and family and, you know, we kind of asked you know, what are you doing to stay busy and productive? And so many people are telling me, you know, like, oh, we're, you know, I'm creating um, music, like, you know, DJing, creating some music. I'm, I'm learning to play guitar. I'm, uh-huh. You know, I'm learning how to cook. And it made me realize, like, I, I, I am creating nothing. Like, I have, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have yeah. no, no creative skill. Like I'll, you know, I'll play a video game and I'll work out or whatever, but like, I feel like I should really develop a, a hobby where, where by the, by the time I'm, I'm done doing whatever it is, there's something tangible there. I know how to right. play an instrument or I've got a meal that I learned how to, you know, cook or whatever. And it's just like, it's, it's a little depressing, but it, uh, maybe it's, it's an important self-actualization exercise. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're creating this podcast right now, and if you're working from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. at night, that doesn't leave a whole lot of room for hobbies, even if you are at home the entire time. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I really, you know, I've thought about that quite a lot because a big part of the airline is also creating something, not just being a consumer, but being a creator. 
And to be honest with myself, I found myself kind of falling in this loop of like, oh, I'm just doing kind of mindless sort of activities but that are fun and fulfilling with friends, but they're not really creating anything. And to me, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because this, yeah. this is such an unusual time and honestly a stressful and anxious filled time that why not like make it a little bit easier on ourselves and, you know, play some video games or watch a movie. And mm-hmm. I know that's kind of not the other line to say, but during this, this real crazed time where we're literally forced to be inside, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Now, on that point, like I 100% agree that we should all try to create something still, even if it's, you know, I, I think people look too much at the bigger things. Like, yeah, like learning how to play an instrument is very hard. It's very difficult, you know, but learning like a single chord or taking little bite-sized chunks is really, really neat. And picking up old hobbies of creation that you used to do that you don't do. Like, for instance... Like I've been writing a lot of poetry recently. That's something that All I right. do a lot. Yeah, and I, I really, I like, I forgot how much I just get a kick out of it. It's, it's such a fun activity to do. Um, and then I spent a long time, maybe, maybe like a whole Saturday actually, writing a song on guitar. But I, re- I recognized when I was done, I was like, that was very difficult. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I get, I get why you know, picking up a video game might be easier. And I don't blame anyone for, for choosing to do that. But, um. Yeah, so it's a blend, I think, like most things, you know. Um, but I think your instincts to to or your feelings of say of wanting to do that and not doing it and then feeling bad, you know, that's that's totally normal. That's I think a lot of people are feeling that. But again, it's not something that I think anyone should be like, oh well, I came out of quarantine and I didn't do anything. Well, it's like, well, did you keep your mental and physical health up? Yes. Okay. Well, that's yeah. the most important. That's you know? a great point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, here earlier, like statements, I, it's a great opportunity to reconnect. And this sounds bad, but we all have this moment in utter common right now. There's yeah. no other bigger thing in anybody else's life, barring tragedy, than the present just total change in our society. And that's really just not the case all the time. People don't have that much in common. They get their different news sources. They get their different interests. This is everybody's interest right now. So, I mean, you could talk to anybody right now, even if it is obviously supposed to be remotely. And you could go on for a while. So I'm I'm not surprised that people are reconnecting. I think it's super cool. Hopefully, Alexa's been on the chat with her friends from home once a week, every week for like three hours. So... It's just kind of cool to see. As to the creation things, you guys are still more creative than I am. The most creative thing I did was write a three-page single-space letter to a local establishment that dared to call what they produced Chicago-style pizza. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Alexa won't let me send it. Oh, that's so funny. Well, well, hey, they're calling it... They're calling it Chicago-style. They're not calling it deep dish. Like, what's what's the difference? No, no, no. Okay. They called it deep dish. Okay. Oh man. Okay. They, to, to be fair, when I looked at it, when it came out of the oven an hour late, but whatever, it takes a long time. It looked like deep dish. I'm like, all right, this is awesome. It's down the street for me. This is going to be great. And they put no exaggeration, maybe one slice of cheese on this whole pie, 14 inch pie. And the rest of it was just sauce. They had like a frozen crust, and the sauce was like 
Newman's own marinara that they just poured on it, like just tons of basil in it too. I was offended to my core. As you should be. As you should be, yeah. To my core. So that writing an angry letter is the most creative thing I've done during this time. And uh, I can't even send it. I can't even send it, not yet. But the day the band stops, it's going out. There you go. That's funny. How how long did you say that letter was, Tom? It's three pages. (laughs) Single space. Oh, mama. Well, it's bad, but... And no, that's good. What about the um, so you're just doing random work outside or like because I know physical fitness is obviously something people are struggling with now. What were you yeah. what are your tips? So yeah, I I'd say it's it's the hmm. so for me, I was actually in a pretty good groove as far as working out and all that, and it's a real you know, with all the terrible things that have come with this, one thing is that all the gyms are closed, obviously. So I like to lift weights. That's what I like to do. I haven't been able to do that. But that being said, I'm now doing workouts that I've never done before or never even really, really considered doing before, which are, you know, high intensity interval training, um, sort of more like yoga style stuff. And I'm getting that from a lot of my friends who have already done those things and are very accustomed to doing it. So that's something that's really neat. And you can do those inside. You just literally need a mat and maybe like four or maybe five by five feet. Um, and I have a single, literally a single um, resistance band that I use for all sorts of different workouts. I mean, with a single resistance band, you can do pretty much anything, um, like hit any sort of muscle that you want. So I'm trying to do that. Also, I know this might not be the best advice you have to be careful of it but running has been really a big part of my quarantine as well um nice. you know i know that our um health officials and the experts want us to stay inside as much as possible don't want us to congregate but we need we still need to be able to get outside um and running is not bad either it's sort of like biking you know um you can pretty much self-isolate yourself you don't have to be near people um you'll probably come into contact with somebody like not within more than six feet maybe, but you'll still be near-ish someone. Um, but definitely the more cardio stuff has been a huge aspect of, of this of this quarantine and, and part of my workout. So uh, that's that's what I recommend. Nice. Nice. Dude, I, I have a question for you too as Chicago residents. I'm seeing a lot of like memes and just pictures of Lori Lightfoot just being inserted into random moments in baggy clothes history. Do you guys know what's going on there? I'm utterly confused. Mm-hmm. John, do you want to take this one? So I, um, I guess I don't really get the reference to baggy clothes history, but, but um, I have seen a lot of memes of Lori Lightfoot. She's, she's been um, very outspoken about quarantine and the closing of parks so people can't congregate and things like that. Um, and has a famous, uh, I'll call it famous, uh, kind of like stink eye when she gives <laughs> press interviews about, um, and kind of, it's almost like, it's almost like she's, she's a teacher scolding um, an unruly student. Um, and so there's been, there've been a lot of memes about that. And then she recently, uh, released this series of PSA videos about staying inside that were, uh, quite comical. Um, and so that's been getting a lot of, 
a lot of attention as well. Um, and, you know, I'll say he is a former partner uh, at my law firm. She left my law firm to, to run her mayoral campaign. And so the, the partners, especially at my firm, have been having a field day <laughs> with, bet, yeah. with these memes and, and kind of the popularity of, of the PSA video she's given. Um, it's been, I mean, especially, obviously, um, a little biased coming from them, but the partners have, have thought it was overwhelmingly positive, uh, all of her, her messages and the media attention she's gotten. So, um, yeah, it's been kind of cool to see from there, but I don't know, you know, I don't know how the public feels generally. Um, but you know, I don't think it's an easy time for any leader, uh, right now. So I'm sure there are people that, that criticize, um, and, and I'm sure it's valid criticism as well, but yeah. And yeah. Um, kind of on, on that note, I think John summarized it really well. Um, and it's been really interesting to have – so Lori Lightfoot's the, the mayor of Chicago, newly elected, and broke a lot of boundaries in doing so and being elected. But a lot of people didn't know who Chicago's mayor was, that it was Lori Lightfoot. So, for instance, when my – and I think this is kind of the collective internet here um, represented by my friends. When they saw Lori Lightfoot for the first time, this may be a bit – you know, I don't know, it was like sexist or just wrong, but they're like, that's your mayor? Like, what the hell? Because <laughs> she hmm. is, you know, pretty like minuscule in stature and sure. she's unassuming and she's, uh, you know, has uh, like a sort of a natural haircut going <laughs> and definitely with the stresses of being a mayor of, you know, the third largest city in America, you're going to start to change like every president has in all their presidential um, terms. So her appearance really caught people off guard, I think. And I think that's not necessarily a good thing. However, because she's so on top of it, it's been a really funny like character foil where she is just so on top of it. She's so upfront and doing all these great things or, you know, for better or worse, or we'll say um, very proactive things that people have a hard time associating that individual that they see with all the actions that she's undertaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been super interesting. And because it's so, um, you know, I, I don't I don't say this in a mean way. I just say this in a literal way. It is jarring for some people to see like the mayor of Chicago for the first time because of, you know, the reputation Chicago has um, it. The memes really kind of took off and blew up. Um, and I think that it was, it's true even in Chicago for Chicago folk, because some people really didn't reckon, realize like who our mayor is. Um, and and how she like, yeah, she looks she looks so like a smaller, you know, person and she kind of wears a little bit of an oversized suit. So it looks funny um, just visually. Uh, but she's been really on top of all like the uh, proactive things she's been uh, pushing in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I, the the uh, photo that somebody put out of her with like the class of 97 NBA draft class and they all have the same like baggy suit. It kills me. <laughs> it, it's so good. But no, I, I agree. I've only heard positive things about her. Obviously I'm far away now, but uh, it's, it's an interesting time for a lot of people to get some press that they probably, and attention that they probably wouldn't otherwise. But boys, as we approach 30 minutes, we're about three minutes away from it. I just kind of want to, Get your kind of takeaways on where you're at right now and give some final parting thoughts to our devoted listeners. Uh, John, you want to go first or you want me yeah, to go yeah, first? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think, you know, we touched on a lot of it, but I, I think now uh, 
more than ever, it's, it's important to, to try to stay connected with each other um, and, you know, stay sane. However it is one does that, you know, it's personal to everyone, but if it's working out great, if it's playing video games, video games, great. If it's painting, um, you know, whatever, whatever it is you do to, to stay mentally strong, um, you should do it and, and keep in touch with people as much as possible. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think, it's important for everyone now more than ever stay stay safe and um and i think you know we'll we'll get out on the other side of this and hopefully we'll be we'll be a better society for it um so yeah just you know hang in there nice nice yeah um really well said john i think hang in there and we'll get to the other side of this is the best words that someone could say about the situation and i really like what tom said about you know us all being in this together. We now have, you know, um, our mutual goal to get out of this together. And that, that's something I think has kind of been unseen in, uh, in our lifetime, I think. Um, so although we're dealing with, you know, probably one of the greatest, we can even say a global catastrophe that we've ever seen, it's bringing us together. It's giving us an opportunity to become a better person or at least stay healthy and stay sane and through that become stronger. And that really means a lot um, to society. I think that means a lot to us. And I think we will get through this just fine. Um, everyone just has to kind of keep their head on. Um, so generally that's kind of my, my uh, thoughts on everything. I think as far as, you know, specifically kind of geared towards where I have my perspective and looking through the other line and all that, Definitely, you know, keep yourself sane, number one. And number two, if you can do something that is creative or you can do something that brings you fulfillment, is a passion or project that you've been pushing off, what, this is, there can almost is no better time than now to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so why not just take the leap, you know, get the computer out, record something, uh, get the piece of paper out, write a letter to a local pizza place, <laughs> do it, do it, do whatever it is. But now is honestly maybe one of the best times in our entire existence that we're able to kind of look at some of the passions of projects and if not execute them, plan them and start thinking about the future about how you're going to do that. So those are my thoughts on kind of everything going on generally. And then obviously through the lens of uh, the airline perspective. It does really good points, Sai. And I mean, yeah, you're right. We've got, for better or for worse, the gift of time. And if you can overcome the anxiety that comes along with that, you could probably get a lot done and be creative. And we all look forward to your poetry readings coming up here soon. <laughs> but I, if you need to think about it in more realistic terms, just think of the party that is going to happen when this thing stops. Oh, oh my God. St. Patty's opening day. Uh, Easter all wrapped <laughs> up into one beautiful ball and I hope we celebrate all the parties at the same time and have a thaw party or whatever the Russian word for that is that got famous but uh, boys this has been great it's good to connect with you and make sure everything's going well but I think that's a great wrap on our coronavirus episode or at least coronavirus episode number one thank you both for taking the time and uh, this has been the other line podcast folks Excellent. All right. Sweet.